everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. It's Jessica and Amber again from the Literacy Link. Happy Teacher Appreciation Week to all of you teachers who are doing such great hard work. Hello, teachers. We are so thrilled with how many of you have been listening in. And just a reminder, we would love for you to share the show. So anytime you're listening, if you're talking to a friend, if you can blast it out on your social media, we want as many teachers to benefit from this podcast as we can. So share the show whenever you can. And if you had a chance to listen to, I can't remember, Amber, was it podcast six or seven? But I think it was seven. I think seven. it was seven. Yep. And it was called Keystone Habits. And we featured our guest author, Dr. Stephanie Affinito. And she really helped us get thinking about so many things. I had read her book, Leading Literate Lives. Amber read it too. And we loved it so much. But as she started talking, it really sunk in how important it is to really make Keystone Habits something that we implement into our lives. And what, what she really meant by that was what are the small intentional things that you can do daily that have a positive effect on your life. And I took that on, I took on reading every single day for 10 minutes. And now it's, it's kind of morphed into longer and I don't do it in one sitting. I like do it throughout the day, but because I do that, now I also write every day because I'll find something that I want to hold on to. And then I'm writing. So I'm always carrying this book that I'm reading and this um, journal that I'm writing in. And that's how I'm just constantly reflecting and collecting my notes. And it has truly made a difference. Like when I want to have a hard, tough conversation with somebody, I go back through my notes and think about what that is and whether it's somebody in my professional or personal life, but that has really helped me. And it's had, it really has had a positive impact, impact on my life and, and truly has kind of like made, made it become something that I know will stick with me for a long time. But I know Amber, after our recording, you and I just sat there forever and we're talking about the habits that we put into our lives, um, like exercise or eating well, or reading and writing. Like I said, did you take any of those on or think more about some of those? You know, I did. And I honestly, I haven't stopped thinking about it since we got off the recording with her. And I was thinking that I, I immediately went to my mom friends, like my real good group of girlfriends. And some of them are teachers and some of them aren't. And I was talking about the podcast to them. And I said to them, you know, the one big thing that I got out of what she said, or one of the biggest things that I got out of what she said is you cannot set unrealistic goals. And I feel like as moms, we're always talking about that. Like, Oh, I want, I need more time to work out or yes. I want to keep my house more clean throughout, you know, whatever. There's a list that goes on forever, yep. but ever and ever, <laughs> forever and ever. And we, I am the worst about I'm either all in or I'm all out. And I feel like that's sometimes a personality flaw for me sure. as much as it is a perk. But if I am all in on something. I'm all in. I'm like tunnel vision. I'm doing it. But then if I fall off, I'm out and I won't do it. I won't, you know, put gone. in the effort. Yes. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> and so I was sitting there thinking, you know, that I started collecting my book list. So I started, I ordered a book the other day off Amazon and I'm just going to order one like every week or so, maybe every couple of weeks until summer break. And I want to have a good stack for summer break because 
We have the time off in summer. We have a subdivision pool. I take the boys down there almost every day. And I know that I can sit there and read. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, I did the same thing today because, well, the book stack thing is something that is literally a habit for me too. And I mean, I literally, I actually had more shelves put into the house. I told him, I was like, Hey, I need you to build me some more shelves because I have bought all of these books and I have different book stacks for different reasons. Like my leadership book stack, I have like some, you know, science of teaching, reading books that I'm like wanting to get to. And then I have just working with a lot of middle schools or upper elementary, I want to do a lot of the YA books. And so today I ordered work, I'm working with a new middle school next year. And I ordered the, um, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade new YA books so I could read those before I work with the teachers. So that that book stack is now a habit for me and I love it. I'm not just like writing it down. I'm like legit ordering them. Yes, me too. That's I just ordered one off Amazon and I have another one in my cart. I'm like, okay, I need to order that one too. And I'm I know for me, like I'm I have to keep the stack realistic because yeah. If it gets too big, I'm going to be like, there's no way I'm going to read all of those, which I could, but I know it has to be realistic. And then I started thinking I'm such a post-it. I have post-its everywhere. And I, <laughs> even when I'm at school, I like, and no. I write on a post-it all the time. And then where does my post-it go? Who the heck knows? I mean, <laughs> I I'll reach in my computer bag and there's 90,000 post-its in there with, I'm like, Oh, I should have done that three weeks ago. It's and so I, I have to get a notebook. Like I just need <laughs> to get a cute notebook, something that I like that I can stick on my book stack and take with me wherever my book goes. That way I can reference it because the post-its are just not working for me. You know what? You said something that, that she write, wrote in her book too, is just being sure that your goals are realistic. Mm -hmm. And my daughter and I sat down and we have all these outside projects that we want to work on. And so we made a, the girls, you know, there's seven of us in our, in our yeah. house, there's the girls list. And then there's the boys list. Now we know the girls list will be me and my daughters. We know the boys list will just be the man, right? Right. <laughs> the other three boys have no interest and will barely, you know, whatever. For anyway. me, it's flipped. The boys right, list right. would be my entire house and the girls list would be 10 times longer and it's mine. That's the, <laughs> that's the issue in my house. Exactly. But we made a list and then we put it up on our board that everyone sees when they walk into the kitchen. So it could also be our daily number one, once we accomplish one, the feeling so good about crossing it off. And we oh, were yeah. able to cross off two from the weekend. These were our summer plans. And I already crossed two off because it was finally sunny outside. And then he crossed off another one today. And so I feel like that might become our family habit of what are the things that we want to accomplish? How can we make sure that we're constantly paying attention to them? But it's realistic. There's, you know, four or five on each of our list, realistic, yes. not too much to stretch for, but still feel good when we cross them off and get them all done. Yes. I love that. You know, um, Brandon and I have done this a few new year's Eve. I, I don't think we did it this year, which we, we should have, but on new year's Eve, we always make a list of five things, like five things we want to accomplish by the next year. And we put it away. And when you said that we need to keep it out because yes. I need to see those five things every day that we want to accomplish or do by the end of the year. Because if I see them every day, I'm going to make sure that those things get checked off the list or try yeah. my best to make sure they get checked off the list. 
And of course, my mind goes to connecting everything back to school because it's mm-hmm. literally the only thing I think and talk about, right? Yes. But as a teacher at the beginning of the year or even sending kids off for the summer, what's that short attainable list of things that they can strive for or accomplish throughout the summer or at the beginning yeah. of year as a reader or a writer or as a combination. I actually talked to a group of sixth grade teachers this year. They're like, I want to get refreshed into, you know, leading a literate life for kids because kids, by the time they get to sixth grade, especially if they've done the units of study every single year, they're over it, right? They're over talking about their reading life. It seems to feel the same. Mm -hmm. How can it feel a little, little different? And how can we inspire kids to kind of take this on? But the ownership too, and then feel accomplished by it. Cause I don't often feel kids feel like, wow, this feels different than it used to. Or now I've, I've reached this goal. It's time to think about the next goal. So of course, you know, that's where my mind goes right back to how can we transfer this into the classroom? Yes. So I'm going to add another book to your stack right now, because I did a book study with middle school teachers when I used to work in the district that I worked in and it's called 180 days. Have you read it yet? Oh, I, yeah, I love that book. I know that's like such a good middle school book and it's all about refreshing. Let's refresh the middle school reading life and writing life and how to keep it engaged. And that could be a great book for those teachers that are wanting to do that. I didn't even think about that. And actually what was interesting is I was talking to them about leading literate lives. And I'm like, there are so many great ideas in there. And one of the instructional coaches, Angela Kelly, she's amazing. She is really good at finding weird things on the computer. She actually found, and I haven't even told you this yet, Amber, a coaching tool that Stephanie Affinito created that goes alongside of leading literate lives. And it tells you, go to this page if you want to push this into the classroom. And it tells you basically what your lessons are in the oh, classroom. That's so I'm going to add that to our um, to our website because for instructional coaches out there that want to take some of this on or just teachers who are like, all right, I'm ready to do this. There we go. Yes. And teachers, we added our book stack on our website. So you can get on our website and pretty much every book we've talked about so far in the podcast and some additionals that are our favorites right now, we have linked on there straight to Amazon. So if you're, if you're looking for titles, or if you want to get on and look at our book stack, there are tons of titles on there that you can just click and purchase right off Amazon. Our quote of the day, we're going to wrap it up. Our quote of the day is by John Wesley, and it's from the 365 days of wonder. And it says, do all the good you can by all the means you can in all the ways you can in all the places you can at all the times you can to all the people you can as long as you ever can. I feel like that's a great one that goes along with today. And I really feel like it speaks to just do the best. We are all doing our best, right? Absolutely. We're all doing our best. I have one weird but true, and I feel like this is very fitting. Okay, Amber, are you ready? Yes. What's, it says, what's your number? That's like the weird but true. And it says, how many days, this actually might not feel very good once we hear it, but how many days does an average U.S. student spend in school from kindergarten through high school? Oh, I'm going to go with 2,500. Wow. You're genius. <laughs> 2,000. 340. But just thinking about like 
a kindergartner, it's like, Ugh. all right, you've got another two grand. <laughs> <laughs> 2000 days left till you graduate, man. Okay. Well, happy last few weeks, teachers. You've got yes. this. Thanks for joining us. Have a wonderful day.